another episode of the Unit Macquarie Financial Podcast, made by investors for investors. Welcome to the Financial Podcast by Unit Macquarie. I'm your host, Addison Wright, and today we have another great episode in store for you. Speaking with Hayda again from Unit Macquarie, and well, wow, another just insane couple of weeks uh, for the markets, isn't it, Hayda? And it's really interesting to to see the S&P 500 is uh, 3.28% for the month um, and 43% up from the COVID-19 lows, which is just, it just sort of seems to get better and better. The ASX 200 is 1.6% up for the month and 27.5% up from the COVID-19 lows in March. We've got a lot to talk about here because, um, you know, from my investor standpoint, it just seems, seems nuts and what we sort of, touched on last week with the dot-com bubble sort of 2.0 as we described it you know it just seems to be it, it getting even worse you were talking about some good thing uh, some interesting statistics um coming out from the u.s did you want to share that and sort of just go over that a bit yeah hey hey listen um yeah i saw it's interesting it's SP up again uh pushing on resistance from uh last from the um i suppose the june highs i suppose where i found um some interesting statistics one was that i think it was on tuesday the S&P 500 was up 2%, made a new high that same day, and then ended up closing down for the day. And apparently, it's only happened yeah. twice before. And the last time was March 7, 2000, which was three days before the dot-com bust. Dot-com bubble 2.0. Is so right dot-com there. bubble That's, 2.0, exactly There it right. is. There's the, there's the statistic. I mean... You're, you're not making it up. <laughs> Mind you, it, it would be bad if it, if it happened. But you know what? It's definitely, you know, I mean, in finance, history doesn't repeat itself. And this valuation is just getting a bit nuts. I mean, I, I hope I'm wrong, at least for the first little while. But just it's um a little bit crazy to see what the, the amount of growth investing um, sort of taking place and value investing and has been suppose- hammered. Um, well, yeah, I suppose back on the growth thing you were mentioning as yeah. well, it's that eight of the sectors off the US markets is actually down mm. this year. So the rally has been not on, has not been broad based mm. or across the whole economy. It's been really targeted to very few, specifically, obviously, the tech industry. Yeah. It's been the main driver of most of it. Yeah. And but, I- we come, but coming back to the value investing, it's the UBS data for the last 57 years is actually showing it's at the 100 percentile worst ever it's been in the history of value investing yeah. over the over the last 57 years. It really is as bad as it's ever been. Yeah, it's, so, it's pretty insane to think that. I mean, you think about all the value traps, uh, Wirecard, Hertz, you know, trading at like one PE or two PE. And, you know, but in reality, they're just, they're almost becoming junk stocks at this rate. And it, it's pretty just insane that, you know, now you've got, I mean, Afterpay is still flying, you know, things like ZipPay is still flying, and, you know, these sort of, you know, crazy valuations. I mean, that's just in Australia. I mean, you could even go uh, further in, into the US, but yeah, that's a whole nother story. I, I think I, I was actually, it's really interesting you were talking about sector, and we didn't talk about this pre-show, but... Um, I'd actually read something by Dixon Advisory. They're a um, super superannuation firm, but they, they um, sort of invest funds and they have a lot. Um, and they were talking about, they did a, put a piece out uh, the other week talking about how they're stopping buying ETFs or sort of broad market funds. And now they're buying just sort of um, the mutual funds, like, you know, the hedge, hedge funds and, you know, people that 
are actually managing funds because it's a stock picker's market. You know, if you pick the right stock, um, you're going to win and you're going to win big. Um, exactly. That. So it's it's definitely now picking individual stocks and the and the hedge fund managers are going to love it because it's their time to shine, really, because you, you, the gains with sort of picking individual stocks rather than just buying the whole market as a as a whole is, is going to give you just, you know, really good returns. I mean, it, it's kind of been like that for a bit, but I mean, the pa- passive investing ETF kind of investing has been effective, but I think that's starting to actually sort of, there's starting to be a bit of a divide. And I, I think it's now is the best time to be exactly buying. That. Um, yeah, exactly. And I, I think that's funds. great. That's great uh, for me per- personally being a more, uh, <laughs> Yeah, a bit more of an anti-index uh, yeah, fund anti, type anti of... Anti-passive. I mean, yeah. yeah, anti-passive. I mean, I, I find it hard to... As Warren Buffett, I mean, a lot of people go towards Warren Buffett in terms mm. of, uh, he says, buy the index, buy the index. But I also heard of, of... There's also a clip of Warren Buffett saying, how can you justify buying even the 30-stock portfolio? How could you justify yeah, buying stock 21 to 30 when you could just put more money into the first 10? I mean... Yeah, obviously... Exactly. I mean, many people. I mean, you think about Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Got made all his money from one company. So yeah, I think I think it's um funny because well, Warren Buffett is the, the most well. I mean, he doesn't diversify. He's very um well. I guess his original principles before uh, everything was very you know sort of don't spread too thin. You know, sort of capitalize on the best ones. And again, it just shows the ETF. It's like you know, why would you have all you know. All the, the you know bad stocks in those sectors when you could just pick the winners, um, you know you won't always get it right. But yeah, exactly. It sounds a lot yeah. easier. It sounds <laughs> much much easier just than just pick it, uh... the winner. But in reality, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not that easy. But still, there's a lot of uh, sort of it, I guess the hedge fund managers who sort of know what they're doing do have a really big edge in this market, and I'll be definitely watching uh, people like Wilson Asset Management, uh, even Ophi Asset Management, sort of those kind of funds that are in the techie space as well. Um, you know. Wilson Management picked after paid a dollar fifty. So I'd be very interested to see what they're saying now at you know what's set the seventy dollar range. But moving on yeah. uh, from the crazy market, although we could talk about that for the whole episode, we've got some interesting things coming out of the commodities market with copper and gold. Did you want to share a little bit more about Hayda? I know this is sort of up your alley. You love this kind of space. Yep, Co- copper and uh, gold are two big, um, two two big actually uh, mm. commodities in the last few weeks. With copper's Copper's a so copper is two different metals. Copper's more of a base industrial metal. <laughs> yeah. Um, you used to it's often used as a sign of um of the eco, the econ, economic health. Sure. And when it falls, okay. as obviously as it falls, you know there's less production going on. It's, it's uh, and, and it fell like quite. That, yeah. Yeah, and still and it fell quite hard actually in March. Obviously, as expected, when everyone's going into lockdown, production's yeah, going to start yeah. falling. But it's actually risen. And as I can see here, it's almost back to its levels at the start of the year, really? which is quite interesting. But a lot of this growth, they're wondering if it's sustainable because a lot of it's come from uh, mines in, obviously, we've got the situation in Brazil where they've had mine collapses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having mine workers getting infected too. And that's really driving up the price of copper. Yeah, oh, definitely. So, Copper is going to be an interesting market. It's almost back at three, a three, a three hundred level. So yeah, well, it's so, down all the way to two hundred. So that's a fifty percent gain. Yeah, in that's much. Yeah, it's, it's pretty pretty insane. I mean, you got to think about that. These kind of markets, you know, fall from thirty, fall thirty three percent, now up fifty percent in the space of what six months? Like it's oh, not pretty, even, maybe four months even. So yeah, so it's pretty it's pretty insane. 
to yeah four months of yeah because of march but it's pretty insane to sort of comprehend you know i hadn't actually thought of copper as a um you know sort of a measure of economic activity but that's actually sort of kind of really it makes a, it makes a lot of sense i just hadn't really um put those two and two together I don't, i'd sort of looked at gold and and sort of other things and, and yeah gold you, we, we i know how you feel about gold you want to share a little bit about um how the sort of xau and the aud is going and sort of what's going on in that space yeah well gold has been had a pretty nice run up as well but mm. it looks like it's at least for now it's sort of starting to lose momentum yeah. And I know we spoke about this uh, in the last episode where the federal balance, Federal Reserve balance sheet in the US has started to taper off. That's actually that's continued for a little bit now, actually, as well. Yeah. And um, it's looks it's looking like it's following the Federal Reserve balance sheet right now. It's sitting at the 14-day moving average. Yeah. Uh, gold US US gold at just over eighteen hundred dollars right now. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah, pretty remarkable numbers, really. Like very yeah, well, impressive. Well, Saxo Bank's calling it to 1920 uh, US uh, US ounce um, in 12. Well, that was three or four months ago. So probably nine to oh, 12 right. months. They're getting close. Yeah, and um, <laughs> well, Bank of Bank of America's uh, calling it 3,000. So, 3,000 and, and still holding on to it. So oh, right. interesting to see how that holds up. But, I mean, how? I mean. Yeah, you know, that's really interesting because, I mean, you got volatility high, but rallying. I, you know, I haven't actually, you know, I've been watching markets for a bit. I've actually never really seen volatility high, rallying high, you know, in the markets, you know, as in equity markets, and then rallying high as well with gold markets. It, it seems a bit counterintuitive because, you know, gold being the safe haven, safe haven asset, you know, so people taking money out of the markets, putting into gold for sort of more protection. I mean, we had a little bit of that, but now it's just sort of like buy, buy, buy. And it feels like it's buying any asset at this, at this, at this stage. I mean, not quite, but, you know, it's just very interesting to see that gold and, and those calls by, you know, some of the, you know, sort of prestigious um, and some of the most sophisticated investors as well, as well in the world. It's pretty, pretty crazy. I mean, when you pick in a hundred percent gain or more for gold, you know, yeah. that's, that's pretty, pretty bold. Um, bold gold, but you know, yeah, I think exactly. it's, <laughs> I think it's, uh, that, that's interesting. I hadn't actually heard of those, uh, forecasts, but definitely something to keep, um, keep your eyes on something. I'm going to keep my eye on as well. Yeah. Of, and you know, I suppose you, as, yeah, you, as you mentioned though, the gold, gold going up on market volatility, mm. normally the saying goes, goes up in steps and down in lifts yeah for markets but it certainly has been going up and down the list so far yeah that, that's especially it. looking at the tech stocks right now with some <laughs> of the i mean you had tesla up one day oh. up 1700 1700 to open and then closes all of a sudden at high 1400 so really it's just God, up and down within the same day yeah, all over the place there as well so tesla is a bit of a crazy stock uh you know sort of alluded at before but just at these levels you know the most val- like valuable and ex- well not expensive the most well you could say that but um for the automakers now it's pretty pretty impressive um and you know just insane to sort of comprehend uh how much they have grown in market cap for you know for the last you know even just month it's just been a bit insane the rallies have been really big now i guess our next Sort of I suppose on um oh just to pick up on that last yeah. but I suppose I have a bit of a bet with uh, someone at work. You got a bet? A, okay. Well, yeah, I love, he, we love was, these uh, Wall Street bets. Was, so let's hear it. Yeah, exactly. Where was where? Where do you think Tesla prices will be? And I'm I'm I'm, I'm hesitant to mention the price. Oh no! Because 
my my bet's for is is now looking really bad. Yeah. But uh, it'll be interesting. He, he's uh, he's been quite bullish on Tesla. I don't know if he's really buying the story if he's just riding the momentum wave yeah, right now. Yeah, but it'll be yeah. interesting to see because they're reporting next Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the twenty second, I believe it's because it's a California-based stock. On the Western states, normally report after market close. That'll be the okay. morning of Thursday morning for us. Take note, we'll talk about that next episode next week or whenever we'll, we do we'll the have, next... We have to. Yeah, that's what we I will. I will say my, my bet is somewhere below, is somewhere back in the triple uh, triple uh, digit oh, numbers. So, uh, hey, no, come on, that's... <laughs> when you say triple oh, digit, I mean, it's a big target. <laughs> but it's actually a real... It's a long way away still, so... Yeah, I mean... You never know. I remember when all those... The bears were... The, the big shorts were coming in at what was it the 300 level and I got pushed to did it get pushed to 100 it got pushed at least below 200 I remember that it was like a big thing and and then you know only in a couple of months it just sort of bounced back and you know Elon Musk he's I don't know he's hilarious those shorts yeah. the short shorts did you see yeah, that short selling short. for $69.42 uh, or whatever it was I'm or surprised they list there at four hundred and twenty, uh, four forty-two dollars twenty or something, <laughs> something crazy like oh, so. He's a he's a bit of a nutter, but you know, I think he, it's very interesting what he's doing, and and you know what, I think he's he's doing a good job. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Actually, uh, is it a quarterly announcement or like a half yearly announcement? So I believe it's for Q one. Okay, so See, that's yeah. going to be massive. That is going to be a big one because you know, like to see what the what the hell's been going on with the production. Actually, no, sorry, quarter, quarter two. Sorry, actually. quarter two. Quarter, okay, quarter two. Sorry. No, that's okay. That, again, still interesting, and, and just Tesla in general is going to be um, really intriguing to see where they go next. And that is actually we're definitely going to be covering that. So next episode, that will be one of the topics because I'd love to see. Hopefully, Spending. there's a story. Actually, well. I don't I'll, want to say I'll, if you're I'll, right. I'll read through the uh, report. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to just to find something to yeah, uh, ba- base my bet on. I'm, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of people going through that. I guess now moving on, but really interesting chat and definitely um, keeping in mind that Tesla, um, I guess, argument. I, I don't know if I'm bullish or, or bearish, but I just think the value is crazy. Going on sort of to the more sort of pressing matters, um, we got the second wave sort of hitting. I, I mean, in Australia, in particular, in Victoria, it's looking um, pretty pretty poor. I think it was around about 427 or 428. I think 427 cases in um, Victoria last night, and just the growth seems pretty poor. You know, potentially hitting a thousand in next week. I mean, this is going off yeah. very pessimistic, it's- but things are looking, you know, reasonably, you know, sort of optimistic and in. Um, sort of in New South Wales and there hasn't been many outbreaks but you know I'll hold my breath um, and I think a lot of investors will also be holding their breath but you know it's also full on time you know finance aside yeah every, I hope everyone stays safe uh, just a little side note there but you know pretty interesting to see how Victoria goes I mean you're looking at the market though you have the US getting 60,000 cases a day and the market's still rallying even, so. yeah, yeah wow it's actually gone that high just, it's I, just I, the record daily record after really? daily record I, right I, now. I hadn't checked um recently. I, oh, I know I checked earlier today uh, and I, I didn't see that. I, I apologize for that, but yeah, that's see that is just I guess remarkable to think that the market is doing so. Uh, yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Seventy thousand. It's just absolutely sort of it's just really 
uh, it's just bad to say, terrible to see, um, you know, those cases. And But when the market's rallying, you just sort of, uh, I don't understand what's going on really. And it's, it will be interesting to see where we go, especially in Australia um, and how resilient the uh, sort of the market is to, to more news. Um, well, I, think that's, I think that's going to be where it's going it's, to, that's where it's going to be now because yeah. Victoria's second largest state, New South Wales' yeah. largest state by, by quite a fair bit. And, mm. um, you know, apart from Western Australia, the mining industry is doing quite well right now, but it's not mm. going to be enough to carry it, I think, for us. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm quite worried about the New South Wales situation right yeah, now. Yeah, it, it'll be I think they announced more restrictions today, but I think mm. by next week there will be some movement back towards heading to back into a lockdown. lockdown. If, if yeah. not, maybe uh, even... I would be surprised if we didn't have a lockdown. But, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, again, hold my breath, I mean, you know, as someone who went into lockdown and was pretty frightened about the first wave, I have a little bit of, I guess, I feel a little bit more confident going if there's a second wave because I know what to do and we have good procedures and everything. But, you know, it's still, it's just crazy times. I just hope everyone stays safe and everyone sort of stays, you know, in a good spot, I guess. Well, the, I suppose the worrying, the real worrying thing this time yeah. actually is that the first time around, we, I had a look actually, I was reading through the um, the Epicurves and I saw that the majority of the cases we had the first time around were actually just overseas travellers. Yeah. And we had limited community transmission. Yeah, we, we, that was Most of the cases. But this time around, the, it's become a real problem, but it's just community transmission after ah. community transmission. And that's going to be the challenging part because yeah. it was easier to stop the overseas travellers. We could put them in the hotel quarantine. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's mostly been a pretty good system. Apart yeah, from, and, and the, unis, I mean, Macquarie Uni is going back. I mean, I don't know if that's going to, surely that's going to change. Well, I spoke, oh, well, last time I spoke to the uni i heard it was likely that there was going to be some shutdown and yeah at I least mean, some hope all, re- all, all my classes are supposed to you know go back all my tutorials are meant to go back and i'm like are you serious i yeah. mean like oh you're not even allowed more than 10 people at the pub or something i mean that was the old restrictions like a couple of days ago i don't know if that's changed but you know so it'd be interesting to see if they put 20 30 people i i, I i'd say it's highly likely that new restrictions come in place and sort of this and that but I'll, I'll definitely be watching that i guess the, the good news um and sort of that we talked a little bit about was the sort of vaccine hope i mean still you're pretty you're very very optimistic if you if a vaccine is um sort of created within the next six months and i suppose, uh, I suppose it doesn't really matter either because even yeah. in six months time there's 330 million people in the u.s Mm. So that's 330 oh, that's just, million of the production. Even, gone let's straight not there. even go there. Yeah, it's we're not going to get it for. I think. I mean, hopefully, we get one here so we can at least use that oh, one. But I it'd think, be, it would be one of the most remarkable human achievements if we were able to actually develop a vaccine. You know, this quickly. I mean, you know, and, I, and I, again, I, I will keep that little slice of optimism. You know, some good news coming out of Brisbane, um, and you know, sort of the and and from Moderna in the US as well with the. Um, sort of trials with um you know creating antibodies to the virus and uh, Oxford, astrazeneca oxford uni yeah uh, oxford university one there as well it's it, it will be interesting and i'm you know i do you know i think it's great that we're listening to more to the science community now and sort of taking their advice you've got donald j pump yeah. definitely taking on the news and trying yeah. to rally stocks um which sort of led to no avail but you know it's just it's just insane and, and sort of people waiting on vaccine news it's going to be a sort of a, a bumpy ride till then but i hope uh, everyone who's, who listens to our to our show 
um, sort of, you know, stay safe and, you know, take what precautions you can. And, and with money-wise... Well, um, well, I suppose actually back on the just last one on the coronavirus, actually yeah. I found out today I was speaking to someone at work and they've been working from home all week. Yeah. Turns out their, their son had a coronavirus test on Monday and still actually haven't got the results back. Yeah, well... It's actually been sent to South Australia, so yeah, I'm wondering... Yeah, yeah, but- where the uh, where our t- testing capacity also in, is in at the this reality, stage now. The reality is, though, if you do have the virus, uh, they get back to you really quickly, like within forty eight hours. If well, you apparently have, they haven't started even. They haven't well, actually tested his case. It's still being sent to South Australia to get well, tested. I'd, I'd say that's unlikely. So well, I've oh, had a couple of family. Well, maybe that recently there may be over been. But re- my family, we had uh, my brother who got who got tested. Um, and it was really quick, but you know he was tested negative. But since the negative tests, they take longer to get back. I think it yeah three, three or four days. I've heard this as well. I've heard this as well. Yeah, yeah. And I've so, seen that from some of the people at work as yeah. well. But I think this is this will be this is an interesting question. Where is our what is our testing capacity? Mm. It, um, it will be it will be interesting. And will that be a driver even of the lockdown? Like if we mm. reach a capacity where we just can't test more people, will we have to go into lockdown mm. simply to help? process more tests quicker and yeah. to slow the transmission yeah, down because of that for be, that sake it's gonna be something to watch and what as we were discussing last week and and hater told me that i should explain this a bit the the b bus or uh the so the bbus which is a fund on the asx which is, which is a short um you know definitely something that a lot of investors if we go into another lockdown we'll be looking at sort of to short the market I mean, maybe he's one of the index funds I actually do. I actually do have a little bit of a soft spot for. Yeah, I'm same here. But <laughs> so yeah, I've bought it before several times, and um, you know, picked it you know, in January. So it was pretty. You know, I had some. I've had some. I've had some great memories. Some of my fondest memories with the Bieber. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely look at that and BB BB Oz Boz. That's another one. That's the same thing, but for the Aussie market, which I think will get some reasonable traction if um sort of the more news pours out but you know what, let's stay let's stay positive um yep. yeah and i guess sort of just hope that everyone stays stays safe but yeah it's a it's a depressing topic but definitely something to consider for the markets and and i guess that's where the whole world is at, at this stage um i guess my some positive some more positive news actually we've had some other earnings coming out this week yeah the, the banks the us let's get banks back to the the finance yeah back back to the banks here we go um so we had jp morgan Mm. goldman goldman sachs bank of america uh is reporting actually i think tonight just before uh market open is okay um but we've had there's been a few banks now wells fargo as well reporting they've all had uh record like very high revenue morgan uh sorry goldman sachs actually had a record revenue their trading activity Mm. was up Nine hundred billion, uh, nine hundred million dollars, yeah. same time last year for Q, for Q one even. So that's nearly a billion just of extra trades and everything. That's pretty insane. Yeah, I'm just looking at sort of the share price levels as well. You know, you know a good bit of spike there, and we, you know, it's interesting to see that kind of um, activity. And definitely, yeah, it makes sense because if, you know more trading and and whatnot. Although. Oh, all I'd the like volatility has driven it as yeah, well. I, much more there for them to trade with. I'd like with. to see the, the debt positions or anything that they're dealing with. But well, yeah, that's that's where the biggest uh, problem for them right now yeah. is where the uh, lo- the provision for loan losses has just been up and up and up. Uh, yeah. More so for Wall- uh, for Wells Fargo being a definitely, more definitely. a less a less Wall Street. Yeah, as you could call it, less Wall Street bank. 
more uh, focused on the consumer market, whereas yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. likes of JP Morgan, uh, Bank of America, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs are more of the investment banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus more on the corporate side, more, exactly. more a Wall Street kind of bank. There's yeah. also earnings out from Netflix as well tonight, Netflix. which will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, I was hearing about that. That, that is going to be interesting as well because that was a bit of a stock that everyone picked at the start of um, of COVID, so it will be interesting. Oh, actually, looking at pre-market, Hayley, you should have a look at this. Um, uh, uh, sorry, yeah, in pre-market for today, it's actually down um, 10% uh, right now, um, which that is... Gonna be interesting. See, um, yeah, I can see their earnings. Yeah, actually, actually must have come out earlier in it the morning. Must have, it must have come out um, before market. Yeah, actually, so I can see it now. So that's going to be an interesting reven- one. Revenue um, is six point one five billion and uh, profit net profit seven twenty point two million. But I suppose for them, it's just all subscriber, subscriber. Yeah, it's, subscriber. yeah, that's what it's all about. It's not about that. Yeah, because they're on a hundred PE ratio. So yeah, well, that's- earnings per share was estimated at one point eight two. And it's coming at 1.5 now, uh, 1.59. So they've actually had quite a bit of a miss as well. Yeah, that's quite a big miss. I suppose so, everyone's expecting it to be a big hit. Uh, yeah, I mean, looking everyone's at everyone's staying that, at home. Yeah, definitely something for there to watch. You know, down eight, you know, eight to ten percent in that range in the pre-market. You know, I'll be up at 12:30, so I'll probably be having a look at that um, later tonight. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that'll be interesting. Another one, you know, the tech sector is going to be something to talk about next week as these earnings come out another big week for sure i guess um if there's anything you'd like to add i'll probably we'll probably wrap this up i don't think there's we've covered all our topics and i'm pretty happy i think i saw some there were some headlines in the i saw during the week uh kogan got in a bit of trouble they've increased their prices actually and then put a tax time voucher 10 percent off tax time Mm. 10 or something was the voucher yeah yeah, yeah. and uh they've, they've got in trouble for um for uh, I, th- I suppose it's misleading advertising would be where the issue is. Yeah. Is the or the specific uh, issue from the ACCC. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the US US dollar has really struggled this week actually, and there was hmm. a fair bit of volatility with the US dollar weakening quite a bit last night as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, just, yeah. that was quite a, quite a big move actually. It'll be interesting to see with the gold sort of the the, the Australian like you know. Australia AUD to gold and sort of see how how that goes. Usually the you know Australian to gold has sort of had sometimes better returns than um, the US gold. So I'll be interesting, uh, intrigued to see that and where that goes. So and you know with a you know if the if the US dollar falls, but looks like it's um you know doing okay for now. You know nothing. Or, I mean sorry, Aussie dollar falling as well. Yeah. That would be interesting to see. Well, yeah, um, they're all up pretty high up against the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar right now is at a very low level. It's at uh, quite a low support level now. It yeah. looks like it's. it'll be interesting to see if it holds. And uh, Normally, the U.S. dollar rising is bad for the emerging markets. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we saw a big spike in the U.S. dollar actually in March. It was a, a record move in the U.S. dollar, yeah, the DXY, the dollar index. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that'll be interesting to see, especially when we start having some more issues with um, with lockdowns and slowing growth. Oh. But I suppose on good new, good economic news as well to finish up, the China ended up avoiding their first recession in quite a while. Wow, uh, really? They avoided it. Three point two percent economic growth for the second second quarter of the calendar year. Wow, that's actually pretty crazy to consider. I hadn't heard that that news yet, um, but that is actually a bit bonkers to. 
when you consider it really like pretty crazy to think yeah it's uh they've done quite a good job they managed to i suppose it's a pretty it's a good timing it was a timing thing for them they had the virus started in or i suppose you could say end of end of december started january so they had that first quarter and yeah, we, yeah. we knew it was going to be bad because the whole quarter was taken up but there was, I suppose we could see early signs of recovery. They had record steel production in uh, April and May mm. when the steel prices was, were pretty high still. And it, it looks like it's continued somewhat. Mm. I suppose they've had their little troubles with um, some cases actually going back from overseas back into China. Um, yeah. Which, you know, I suppose is quite a, quite a bit of a, you know... Uh, since we get started in China, it went out, and then now it's coming back in. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, it, it looks be like they've been able to get back on, get back on, and start moving again, which is pretty impressive, and you know, definitely something to watch in the next couple of weeks, I guess. And also, just how I guess everyone else goes, but you know, it is interesting to see China doing pretty well. I guess we'll we'll wrap it up there. It's been. You know, nice to just have a good chat, Hayden. I appreciate your time. And thanks for listening and and tuning in, everyone. And I sort of wish you all the best. And hopefully, hopefully there isn't a lockdown. But if there is one, well, I wish everyone the best and and take it easy. And with invest with the the markets, well, it's um, it's going to be interesting one. Yeah, stay safe in, uh, in from the virus weeks, and, and with your uh, with market positions. But tech stocks next week will be on that, so be sure to yep. tune in. But thanks for you, thanks for listening. All the best. Bye for now.